You're listening to a Mash Those Buttons podcast, brought to you ad-free with the support of our patrons. Visit mashthosebuttons.com or stay tuned after the show for more details. What is going on, guys? Welcome to Double Tap. This is Mash Those Buttons podcast dedicated to the FGC. I am your very excited host because it kind of just hit me now that we're actually doing it at this point. But I'm not alone before I tell you what we're doing. Of course, I've got Static G in the building. Static Champ, because if you saw the presets, he dusted me and Meza in Marvel. It's been a while. The boy still plays. He still rocks out of Tampa Never Sleeps while me and Meza are playing fighters or uh, shooters or or other things in the side. But then I got Meza in the building as well. I don't know what else to say to, to Mazzy. Yeah, you kind of balls. Away from me. You're, like, you're, yeah, yeah, yeah. Your own world. <laughs> it's okay. I was wondering if you were going to throw something in there. All right, no, never bro, mind. Yeah, got we got, we got Mop, Mazzy. We got Mop. We got Mop. <laughs> bro, I'm it's sad. I'm but sad. Welcome. It's okay. It's okay. It, those days are... It, we are no longer in our glory days of really competing Marvel. Listen, I'm more of a GG player now than anything else. I could throw all the excuses out. The portrait is there for a reason. It is. Here's what's messed up Gabe put on the the Red Bull Conquest like he already won the tournament. Yeah, he's like, yeah, he's I, like, nah, never coming back. He's like, yeah, I qualify. I mean, we wear the um, rally hat. I'll do that. They never, they never did a Red Bull Marvel, right? No. When they did Conquest, it was all just like it. it was, like it was Uniclear. They did Guilty. They did Street Fighter. It was messed up. We, we, we didn't have the time. I don't think they did Tekken, no. right? Street Fighter Five. No, no, since Street Fighter Five started, yeah. they started mm-hmm. with that. Yeah, um, yeah we never, we never then, got it. You know. The thing is, Marvel Three did have a Capcom Cup, though. It did. Yes, it did early, like very early on. They only had that, that oh, battle two? of the yes. the battle of the stones. Whatever. We don't talk about. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, yeah, I was gonna say that didn't that. exist, I, did it? All right, so yeah. welcome, guys. This is this is our two hundredth episode. Congrats, we made hit it. The, hit the sound effects, right. Ja. Ja, put in the you know the air horns. <laughs> All that good stuff. We're at episode 200. It's very, very special episode for us. Not only is it our episode 200, but it's also the last episode of 2020. This yeah. is being recorded on the 28th. We have T-minus four days before either we get to the 1st of January 2021 or December 32nd becomes discovered and we have a really shit year. <laughs> um, we'll see yes. what happens. You know, the world might explode. Zephyroth might decide to show up in the real world. Who knows? We'll find out in four days. But we're at episode 200. I'm very i'm I'm going to be very honest it kind of snuck up on me um we were talking about it a couple episodes ago and that's kind of when it hit like holy crap we're about to hit episode 200 so it's gonna be a little bit of a special episode where we're still gonna cover a lot of things especially that just got announced that may or affect uh 33 of this show's host right now uh, i instantly thought of this person when this trailer dropped it was kind of i think i even said uh his name out loud like and wasn't expecting to but we will still have some coverage but we're gonna do a little bit of a reflection at the end of this episode uh, uh, as well as to like kind of the journey of the show, and also kind of you know talk about some of the things that we want to do in the future. How we want to you know work twenty twenty one out, and also even really look into the future of the FGC in twenty twenty one because it's been a, a pretty incredible year in two ways. One, incredible in the sense of like how we've been able to pivot on the situation that is at hand with COVID nineteen being what it is, and then the other side is like you know what can we look forward to, and you know what might shape up next year. Is it going to be for the better? Is it going to be for the worse? We'll see. Uh, but before we get into it, I want to give a quick shout outs to um, everybody that listens. Uh, you know, I think it's only appropriate to say 200 episodes in, you know, I'm uh, not expecting anyone to really even listen to us. 
when we started this, uh, however many years ago now. Um, but it's only grown since. And I want to have a big thank you to everyone that does listen, everyone that uh, knew if you're still fresh to us. Some people that have been listening for several years now, which I know we have some OGs uh, that that definitely have. Shout outs to all of you uh, for listening for all these years and truly, truly humbling that, you know, we, we were able to come back and continue doing it. Also that we get, you know, whipped on our backs every once in a while to kind of stay consistent. Shout outs to Ja for that. But all right. Yes. So let's jump right into Fighters Corner. I agree we're going to kind of go in you said. <laughs> really yeah. hard off the rip. Uh, and we're going to jump into the first big thing, which is, of course, uh, Dungeon Fighters Duel was announced. As soon as I saw this, uh, the first thing I thought of was Meza off the rip because I know for I'm, a fact <laughs> that Meza was pretty hardcore in this game. Like, so I want you, Meza, just give us give us uh, the quick deets on Dungeon Fighters uh, if people don't know what it is. All right. So if you guys don't know what this is, this is basically uh, your beat em up like a Streets of Rage style of fighting, uh, just beat em up side scroller, but it's an MMORPG that just worked really well in korea it came over to america nexon destroyed it justin tried to support mm-hmm. it it just didn't do as well i mean they got money obviously but um neopold took over again after nexon kind of screwed the pooch and couldn't update everything in time and where here we are we're back to square one where they also had an arena mode which was pretty much just like your average fighting game just with other elements to it you know you had your mm-hmm. cooldowns your skills just like grand blue did so now yep. we're getting those elements brought to a real fighting game this to is kind of fighter like, yeah, yeah. To a fighting game i mean they've done mugen stuff with this before but nobody ever mm-hmm. thought it would happen this is a a shocker so so uh, amongst a couple i i was aware of dungeon fighters because especially if you're in fighting games or into anime and stuff this will cross out because it's, it's a very unique looking game the art style is one thing that you know really sticks out the archetypes for the characters are really cool they've they've also had other series or other um incarnations of the ip like there is a series or a couple episodes that like didn't do very well or anything like that yeah, and like you said anime. it's very big in korea and in china but yeah. To put it in perspective, there's some people that have, you know, also have done some videos, do intros like this, and have gotten some information from them. Uh, like this game has something like made several billions of dollars uh, because it's been around for quite some time now. I think. Okay. Uh, but Spooky said fifteen. Yeah, yeah, something like fifteen. It's, it's been a while. Got money. It's been a while. It was very, very early. Like. Th- what is it? You saw people like punk tweet out like, oh, when I was a kid, I was playing this like crazy. You know, it's in a lot of it's in a lot of people's wheelhouses. Um, this game's done well. Uh, seven hundred million players or something at some point, which is pretty crazy. Uh, I mean, and it's interesting when they went gold. Just to say, when they went global. So after Nexon dropped it, about three years later, three four years later, um, Neopole picked it back up for America, and they made it global. Actually, so nobody had access to the game outside of Korea and America. And when they made it global, that's when China, uh, I believe it was China got it first, then Japan, um, and then we got it. And then they kicked everything off harder, stronger, better this time around with like season four or whatnot. And that's been kind of like the premise because like a lot of the American players went over to Korea, went over to Korean accounts mm-hmm. that they had or that they got a hold mm-hmm. of and played on there because esports was a thing over there. So they had tournaments for Dungeon Fighter. Dun- sorry. Yes, I remember. Yeah. I remember catching those online because it's a big PvP aspect to it. Um, 
and it's, it's it's an over the top MMO as well, right? Like you yes. know, you have crazy customization when it comes to the characters. You can have them dressed up in penguin outfits, end game stuff. You know, usual MMO stuff. Um, so for this to be announced, and then of course, you know, bring it. Arxis is going to be the main developers for it. Um, I just want to put on note: Arxis, you know, uh, Ram Blue, multiple Guilty Gears. Now let's add Dungeon Fighters. Uh, have, have I missing anything else that they've just been decided to crack out within I mean, the last like year or so? I, I'm uh, not going to be surprised if they're going to have their hands on the Riot game because we talked about that before, right? But yeah, I mean, I, mean, I don't know. I think that's all going to be internal, but they might be they might be involved. In some I way. I hate to say it, but I feel like every other fighting game that's anime based is like you're either going through arc system works or you're not a game i just hate seeing it yeah, that way it, it it's kind it's kind of wild um to see that because before it was just like well they did guilty they did like persona and then uh, that's like really it but they've really like kind of you know busted out since then um now eyes on them because you know this looks if you look at the characters right you know this looks like the korean soul bad guy is what i'm seeing right is the main character so that is uh, a the, the berserker sword, what is it? sword sword master so or that's, is it the berserker? Uh, okay so that's a berserker so which I, is a variation of it Okay. I, I was confused. I actually thought it was Ragnar, so I'm like, oh, it's just more <laughs> Yeah, right. Wait, what are these so, new so, so looking at it, looking at the trailer, it is basically just looks like an over-the-top modded Guilty Gear at this point, because it's just the same engine, different characters, different assets, and then different archetypes. Um, but it looks it looks like it's it's going to an entire different uh a group and community and they're bringing them over, which once again, you know, they did it with Grand Blue. Grand Blue was kind of a a proven uh, a proven concept, right? You know, Grand Blue didn't have a fighting game uh, essence to it, or, or, or excuse me, a, a fighting game section to it. They decided to migrate migrate that over, and there's definitely players that probably have made Grand Blue their first fighting game because they were fans of the game, or they played the game, uh, the other version of it, or any other version of the IP. Uh, this is going to happen here, and for it being in such a large, large community, it's it's pretty fun, because there's already aspects there that kind of translate. You know, there's the PvP, the one-on-one, or not technically the one-on-one because there's like team-based ones, right? Where you're like, it's your team versus mm-hmm. their team. And it's kind of like a, uh, kind of like a, uh, streets of rage style, like 2.5 D, right. You have the, you have the Y and X axis yes. kind of deal. But I mean, I'm gonna tell you right now, the backgrounds look like they could have just been ripped from guilty gear. You could, you could yeah. tell me right now, like, Oh, this is just an expansion of guilty gear. I'd be like, yeah, I believe you. Like that right. looks, you know, that's jam right I there. Thought it was blue. Like, <laughs> homegirl with the homegirl with the ax. You might as well swing it like Testament, right? Like it's, it's kind of all there. Uh, a, lot, um, a lot of people have a lot of people got this vibe that they're like, oh, this is just going to be another Guilty Gear ripoff. It's going to suck mm-hmm. or it's just going to be right below Guilty Gear because obviously we know Guilty Gear is coming out. So yeah, we have Strive. In my opinion, it's the people who are connected. It's not just Arxis, right? Arc System Works, they they have all of the, the, the proper engine, the look. They don't necessarily have to make the gameplay hardcore Guilty Gear, but we know they're going to have an influence in there. But because it's coming from Neopole, and I know I talked with uh, Red uh, Fantasy, aka Nikomaki, aka whatever you want to call him at this point, but Red, uh, he Slayer said Slayer. the biggest, yeah, he said the big the biggest problem right now with Arc System is that they don't really finish their games. Like, they're incomplete. And I don't disagree. Yeah. But... Yeah, their DLC practices at times, mm-hmm. you know, mm. Kind of leave you with a uh, bad taste in your mouth. Yeah. And your wallet. I expect DLC for this game because there's just tons of characters. There's tons of different things. What? 170 Uh, classes or something in that game? There is. It's it's actually kind of like insane. I think there's four per class. There's like, I think there's about 60 something or 70 something. 
classes. Oh, okay. Um, in total, what did I see this? It, it, it's a lot. It might be 170 by now because we still have like new new uh, characters being made for D- DNF, but and they're not done. They're still pushing through. But here's the thing: Neopool is very very adamant about getting shit done. So that's what I love about them. And you saw that you could see that the way like I kind of praised them for making everything global once Nexon screwed the pooch. But the biggest thing is going to be aiding. Aiding is the cream of the crop of what you want for your fighting games. So from doing games such as all of the Naruto, you know, Clash of the Ninja games or Geketsu Ninja Tyson, they did all those. But not only did they do those. They did a lot of the Bleach Heat the Soul, so they had a lot of interesting systems there. They've worked with anime fighting, anime games with fighting elements in it, but they've also, obviously, people know them for the Bloody Roar. So, I mean, we might get some references there. Yes, that's right. So that's a big mm-hmm. thing. But but I just see it as, like, they've worked on Fate Unlimited Codes, which that game was already busted, but it had a really fun system. So I can see Guilty Gear having a lot of the influence, but you're going to see a lot of aiding style come out of it. We might see more Toxinoco versus Capcom style stuff. We, we might see things yeah. we've not expected them to make. And I, I mean, like just going through their list of games that they've worked on, they've even worked on, I don't even think anybody knew about this, but they worked on Inuyasha Feudal Combat for PS2. Uh, not the best game, but... PS2 or one? They've worked <laughs> with anime games. Yeah, it was really okay. rough. But something we were playing earlier, they worked on Marvel. So they worked on Marvel yeah. 3, the original. So mm-hmm. we are in safe hands. I don't know why they worked on Judgment. I feel bad for that. But overall, <laughs> they've worked on some big titles that have done very well in the in certain aspects that we like about it, right? Obviously, we don't know who else probably had their hands and toes and dipped into it. But this is going to be, in my opinion, this is going to be one of the biggest fighting games next to Guilty Gear and maybe Street Fighter or Tekken. And the reason why I say this is because that community is really tight-knit. Now, a lot of them just do mostly the dungeon-running aspect of the game, but those arena players are, have been hell-bent on waiting they're, for something to come. competitive as hell. Yeah. yeah. So they're, 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 they're definitely cut from the same cloth as us. Absolutely, 100%. And they'll even say they play all their fighting games. So I'm excited to see them transfer over. I'm excited to see a lot of the the dungeon runners just support the game by getting the game and trying to play it as much as they can. Because who doesn't want a new version of their game, even if it's not the same? So maybe they'll do something similar to Grand Blue uh, Fantasy. Is Grand Blue Fantasy? Now, my thing is this: people need to realize, Side Games had a hand, you know, in that heavily. So mm-hmm. that's a that's a mobile games company involving themselves in the functionality of the game. That's why you got a lot of those story mode system things. Now, I think we're going to get story mode yeah. stuff, but I don't think we're going to get yeah. that. I, I personally don't want it, but I don't want the skill cooldown stuff or anything like that. I wanted to play like a fighting game without it. I want people to learn how to play it personally. I mean, we don't need to have skills, but yeah, it's and that's the thing. I just don't think we're going to get that whole like cooldown skill mechanic thing like Grand Blue and people keep stressing mm-hmm. that we are. And I'm like, we're not because this is more of an Arxis eating game it's not an arxis side games game and Nepal doesn't like this that, is i think this this is this is all speculation at this yeah. point uh because i mean like there's two there's one main question that needs to be answered because right now we don't have any info this just dropped i you think, know there's rollback yesterday or something like that 
Thank you. Like literally, <laughs> the main question is like, how are they going to implement the net code? Are they gonna go rollback? I mean, Arxis is implementing rollback and Strive. You know, it's kind of like the thing you need to do now. Um, which we're gonna actually talk about the, the you know the their other IPs with Guilty Gear in a second. But you know, that's a big thing because this game is you know in the foreseeable future right now. You know, you're 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 gonna have to build this online, uh, this community because you can't you can't stress on on um offline events right now like it's it's such a crapshoot um i promise there will be crossplay i'm positive there's gonna have to be crossplay because they they need to have crossplay they need to have rollback like those are the two big things um if they don't have that they're already failing like i don't give a shit what it is it's already gonna suck um it's just gonna suck for a lot of people yep and then uh c through f is like what are they going to do to bring something fresh to the table? You know, with Grand Blue, you were just talking about it. You know, we got our our, our cooldowns there uh, with the simplified and then technical system. Uh, Strive is already heading that direction of kind of getting a little bit more simplified because they want more of the casual in. Um, and considering they have so many millions of people playing this game, they want to get a good chunk of those people in so they will do what they need to to get them. Remember, we are the competitive scene. We are a small percentage. I say it time and time and again. We are not the main selling factor here. They need to sell units, but that does not mean they have to sacrifice it all. Uh, that just means they need to come up with unique and creative solutions, which I'm a fan of how Grand Blue did it. I don't see why they couldn't do that for this either. So as of this point, Dungeon, uh, Dungeon Fighters Duel, we don't have any other information. Hopefully we'll get something really soon past this, uh, uh, the trailer. And I think they had like a small, uh, at a small uh interview with one of the producers afterwards but i the one i saw wasn't translated so i can't really tell you what yeah. he what my man said um in the meantime though we're actually gonna let's check out uh some guilty some guilty action so uh what's it called we have we're t-minus four days no three days before we actually get uh a new trailer which will be anji it's already been confirmed uh so that's dropping Even uh in a quick second i mean besides him let me see does that kind of like, like bother we're for you? A showcase for does that kind of like bother you we what? already know who we're getting and what we're like i, I don't no, really have already, anything to expect from it i'm just like oh cool another guilty gear character up until the game releases no we've we've known we've known about it since the trailer and it's like all right whatever yeah, we know the there's same gonna thing be with, more characters uh, that they're adding yeah i don't know i just yeah I, they I did get, I guess I'm just to the point where I'm like, I love the way Blaze Blue cross tagged it. There's a lot of their stuff. They gave us like all like four or five of the characters at once, and they were like one special character that were like, oh, we're excited. Who is it? And then, you know, even if we, yeah, no, I know. Look, <laughs> hey, I hate Tank, but Tank was a good addition to the game. He was fun. It, it's just one of those things where yeah. I, I'm kind of, I love his outfit though. I love the style that they gave him. <laughs> I'm just be honest, bro. Uh, I'm just trying to figure out the, the <laughs> point of this one. But uh, yeah, so Angie Mito will be getting uh, the trailer in the showcase. Uh, that's not the only other thing, of course. If you have been playing uh, uh, Guilty Gear, Accent Core Plus R, um, you'll, you'll know that the actual game itself is officially out, or rather the GGPO update is officially implemented. You're, you no longer have to be in the opt-in beta version of it on Steam. Uh, if you are, for some reason, you're not having any, if you're having issues linking with your friends they were playing before, they might be on the official version. You have to opt out to get out of that version. The beta version is still live because there's some tools that they are still 
having available in it. So that's still live. But if you want to play the official updated version, which of course adds the GGPO, the player rooms, replay function, training room features, of course, have been added. That just dropped. I believe it was the 22nd, right before Christmas. Do they have um, to pay for that? Or is that just an additional thing? No, no. No, that was just an additional thing. That's pretty just, cool. You just got it. Because the beta was an opt-in part, and then they implemented it into the real version if you already own mm. the game. Uh, so with that, I kind of want to, you know, I, I've I've sat down, and I think Guilty Gear is in a really funny place because the quote-unquote revival of Plus R was kind of a big deal for a lot of people. That game is seeing a lot of people playing it. Everyone was just jumping on it because, hey, look at that. They implemented GGPO. And some of the older games, you know, the, the idea of adding that to older games like that would be great um considering this game just had a really bad net code um and with strive around the corner it's kind of like a weird sandwich right um i i, I didn't start with rev2 but i really started really enjoying Exar- the exard series more when it came to guilty Gear. when it came competitively when i really started to jump into like frame data and matchups da, da, da. now taking going from like the exard series and then going backwards and i have played accent core um, I just didn't play it to that extent. I was playing it more casually, right? So to go backwards, I can see it's it's a funny situation because I could see why people were having such an issue with Exard being slower because it is like way slower. The um the the RC the Roman cancel system is in 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 Rev is like it's a little busted, a little yeah. more busted I think than it is in in uh, Accent Core. But I've enjoyed so much Axon Core lately. Like it's uh, even even through all the ass weapons I get, um, because you jump. On, I'm gonna tell you right now. You jump on there, you're just gonna get beat up. Like if you are fresh, you are just gonna get beat up. <laughs> and and this game gives no fucks. It'll 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 catch your 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 record will include the casuals. So if you're just getting casuals, not even ranked. Like I think I'm like twenty or thirty games winning, but I have like a hundred losses. I'm like getting destroyed but those a lot of those are casuals because i'll play on wednesdays uh with people and just offline with friends and then i'll do some rank and just mix it all together so it gives no fucks about how you feel they're like listen you've lost this many times (laughs) and it's like that's okay that's okay because there's so many people that have already played this game for so long right there's there's so many guys that are just cracked out on this game it has not stopped they didn't care for rev they stayed on it and so much tech has already been built up every character that is in your character feels cheap but that's how that's the usual steps. There's like a certain flow of these things when it comes to jumping into games like this that especially have a, a long pedigree behind it and a long history behind it. Um, it's fine because you know what? I'm finding myself having so much fun playing it. Um, and it kind of also sucks because if I don't get that same feeling with Strive, I'm going to feel real hurt. And the way, you know, people are feeling about Strive, they're like, geez, like, you know, yes, they're adding more accessibility to it, but. Like, and it's a good thing because you want more of the casual people to come in, but those that like myself or those that really enjoy Accent Core and, and playing that game at a hardcore level, because you have to get good, you have to be hardcore about it. Like, you have to know your RC, your blue, your free uh, FRCs, your red RCs. You have to know, yeah, even if it's your basic BNB, but, uh, you know, bread and butter combos, that's fine. But if you want to do the extra stuff, like, your execution needs to be on point, and it's just so much faster. Throw ranges are crazy. Like it's, it, it's it's a whole other mess there mm-hmm. that I enjoy. But then like I'm like, oh yeah, but we got strive around the corner. I'm like, damn. Like I remember the beta. Uh, I don't know how to feel. Like the freaking wall, the wall uh, system mechanic is like 
I want to reset neutral every time, but it's like, uh, or take you, the damage. Well, I was the thinking, boost, isn't the like, isn't the wall going to be a little bit of meta? Like you knock them down on the wall, that could be kind of as a hard knockdown, and then you can get a mix up afterwards, I'm, or even a side switch. Think, I'm thinking that too. You're sacrificing damage mm-hmm. for getting that position back. Or, that's what we were seeing at by the end of the beta. Was that, or is it going to, like you said, sacrificing damage, or is it that much more damaging to do it, or even mm-hmm. is it like? You know, is the game going to be that much damaging that if you get a wall splat, you're probably going to win the game anyway? I don't know. Uh, yeah. We'll have to. We'll have to. You, you'll you'll have to Plus, see because the yeah. other side of it is that you know we're waiting for the beta. Yeah, and uh, which I hopefully also, in Angie's trailer it shows yeah. us. And I also don't want to just be playing May. I want to play other characters. <laughs> well, you don't want to. Yeah, I only use May. Yes, she was the best. She was the best one in there. She was disgusting. Yeah, you got like six dolphins at one counter hit combo was just like gross and the damage i just hope they fix the damage like holy crap like yeah. in in x in in plus r you can do even, you have to have a really honest hit to start a yeah okay i'm not gonna say on, honest for everybody you have the almost honest turn. you have to have a you have to have a almost honest hit to, to really do yeah unless you're slayer or something right then it's like i, I got meter with a punch uh <laughs> let me Oops. let me then i rc that out the way oh you just jumped on me let me anti-air super you into oh i got more meter let me just then wall wall bang you from there like it's just rough but you know <laughs> the damage that hopefully gets the damage i'm hoping just gets adjusted i'm hoping this beta shows a little bit more for it but you know accent core plus r i'm having so much fun and also because biking is better in that game than she is in in rep 2 and rep 2 it's like way harder to do what she does like it's like like I, i'm working backwards i'm like i saw this version I'm like yo that's hot that's pretty fire like She's got really cool mechanics, red parry and all that. It's still there, but it's no longer. I have to do so many inputs. I'm like, God damn, is it trash? She's a lot I don't more get... punishable in Exert. Yeah, like in Exert, it's like, mm-hmm. dude, I have to play defensive. But if I don't play defensive, I can't implement all her tools. But then if I play, my offense tools aren't really that good. So where the fuck am I supposed to sit at? I don't know. And in Accident Core, it's like, oh, I'm blocking. Let me just, I got 25 meter. Let me just, you know, freaking uh, uh, quarter circle. What is it? Not quarter circle. It's going to be. Four four one two you to dust and then let me use some of my meter. So now guess what? You can't you my next hit you can't block or you can't jump or you can't uh everything I do for the next ten seconds is a counter hit on you. At least give me something to get you worried. To get off me, because damn, when I have to deal with the slayers, the enos, the testaments that are just disgusting. You're getting um, abused. Or the abas that are, you know, as soon as you get the blood pack, it's like I'm the best character in the game. Good luck. Right. Something. Right. Nope. That's why I'm not looking forward to playing Anji in this game. Like, oh, overhead, you know, projectiles to, yeah. to, yeah, overhead projectiles to just unblockable you. It's like, what? I mean, you Excuse- should expect nothing. But huh? Oh, let me, I got something in my ear. Just quit the game. You say no, overhead, EX moves, EX moves in, uh, overhead in, projectile? Yeah, EX moves in plus R are pretty cheap. No, not gonna yeah, lie. they it's, are. They are. I'm gonna tell you now. It's probably not gonna they, be overhead this time around. I don't know why I'm saying that. No, but no, I feel no, it. No, they, they can't. They can't. It can't. It, it, that would be so busted. So busted. The shit that's in Accent Core, you look back on, you're like, excuse Why? me? Mm-hmm. Like, Slayer <laughs> has dash cancels. No. Da- dash cancel, back da- oh, like Oh, Slayer has a backdash that is like invo. It's like, cool, because he doesn't have an actual dash. He has like teleports. Oh, but if I backdash, jump cancel, the next move now has the priorities of and the invincibility Wait, that frames of that backdash. That's it's like, what? Yep. Is it? Yeah, but yeah. but Slayer feels way but, uh, faster. Like everything, like you get, like you, like can everything, everything gets that. Mappa punch teleport, yes. But it, I'm talking everything. Like command grab also gets that. Probably that 
Because uh, I don't know all the they details. They teach you that in the games because even even yeah. Eno can do the dash up, uh, faultless in the air. Uh, there's jump installs for her and for Chip. You know what jump installs are? Yes. 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 Okay. Yeah. Well, for those yeah. that don't know, oh, you do you do a jump cancel move, but then you cancel that jump into a special move. So you jump cancel a special move so that later on in your combo you can still use that jump. That jump, yes. That's weird. All, I know that's I'll confusing, is, but it's yeah. All I'll say is screw <laughs> Slayer. I have to deal with him on a daily basis here, so shout out to Tomahawk. He's been my Slayer uh <laughs> my my Slayer destroyer Slayer. for the past like couple weeks. Alright. So um next we got some Soul Calibur. I know I know uh it's been kind of in a not in a rut, but hasn't had a whole oh. lot going for it. But we got we got a couple of things here. So Mez give us a heads up. What so, we got? So obviously, you know, they were at tour ended quite some time ago, but they are still doing with you know Huang coming out. They have tier list and mm-hmm. this has been the hotness, you know. We saw it in Dragon Ball, we saw where Goichi was pulling out stuff too, saying like, Look, this is this is we what have it assists is. and stuff, yeah. Well, everybody's doing like this top high mid, low mid, low, or they're doing like god tier S s plus to about a or b sometimes c um but right now rich sticks has one up that some people are just kind of like some of this makes sense but then they get to something like seeing the top and they're like nightmare yoshimitsu nightmare is like has been good since the rip but like Nightmare has been competitive since this game has dropped. Like but I have not seen, especially when we were doing, when you know, back in the day when yeah. there were locals around and, and actual tournaments. Like it, you would always see a nightmare in like top eight. Well, that that's due to the fact that um, that was one of the best nightmares playing at the time. But here's the thing: people are saying this character just fits the meta right now, it's perfectly. So you know, mm. you'll see, you start seeing this consistency even with uh, Zed Soul Calibur six uh, tier list. He even has it where, you know, he has Nightmare up there. People are like, what the hell is going on? But, um, you know, they're putting characters that you would expect that have won tournaments way lower. And it's due to the meta, just like Dragon Ball, right? So, like, you even see it in uh, the other tier list over here, too, for um, Ender's J, who is kind of one of the first people to start putting it out. You know, a lot of people are saying, why is Sungmina so high when some people have it lower? But I love seeing these tier lists because... From different perspectives, like I can look at Goichi's and be like, well, Goichi's saying because of the meta. And then you look at some other people, they're saying, well, for this game, for the meta. And then some people are like, nah, this character's just straight trash, like based on paper, stuff like that. But they're like, that's not what makes them bad. You know, there's more to it. So I think it's interesting I, to see how different it is. I like, I like Ender J. Uh, I like when he posts his because he's just like got little screenshots of like, look, this is each character and this is why versus like, you know, some some of these guys also are doing YouTube videos, yeah. and you could just watch the YouTube but video. I but like, dude, I don't got enough time for yeah. that. Like, just give me give me the the quick TLDR, and even then, it's only a couple lines. I love uh, Astro's one. It's like with exclamation points in S tier. He's like, if, if a player is having a good day and guessing correctly, sixty percent of the time, he is quadrupled S tier. Which, if you have seen an Astro's player, when they do correctly guess. Right, that's hurt. Ring it's, out. Your 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 life is gone, or your yeah, you're wrong right. out. Like you're not seeing the ground. Like it's actually hilarious. When I look at that, I'm, it makes me think of Tekken, and it makes me think of King when he gets like the damn. What is it? It's like a special um command that you should always break. You should never be able to not break it. Like even if you get it wrong, you should still be breaking that. It's uh the one where he rolls around on the ground, and takes like sixty yeah. percent of your life. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that that's what so one you, of his throws. So so he says, if a normal person with average uh, and is average with his guesses, you, he's like B tier. And then if he's having a bad day and you're not guessing right at all, he's F tier. He's just like the worst. <laughs> so he's like, it's like you're either 
fucking great, you're okay, or you're bad. That's it. So he says this character's controversial. Now he says he's good. He's just inconsistent, which some characters like that. Uh, Tira, B tier and Jolly and Gloomy is basically Super Cervantes. Like I, I like I love these guys of tier list where they just like here's the quick like you don't have to explain every yeah. little detail, mm-hmm. but like give me your like your you know two cents as to why you're it's saying good, this. He has two and <laughs> why is Sir, where is Cervantes? <laughs> he's up here, right? He's he's God tier neutral, very high damage, very safe, very flexible and safe into many matchups aside from like two, which I'll take points away because he didn't list the two. Because there was only I, two names, you could have you could have just done those two. Like I, I take I take points away because he plays the character. So I know you're not trying to be biased, but if it's okay, if, if everybody's agreeing, then it's fine. You know what I mean? But if you're like, oh, no, you, th- you, you think you think you think you think that's the downplay? Was that the downplay? Let me see. <laughs> Cervantes is no, he's up there. Uh, where is he? Uh, uh, wait, yep, no. right there, third. I can't tell. That's that picture is like real, real tiny. Yeah, no, I couldn't tell that's who any of these characters were were with pictures. Yeah, he's in as he's in perfect. Uh, he's in. That's uh, perfect for Oh, he's matter. right here. Yeah, I couldn't yeah. tell. Yeah, he's S. Okay, yeah. So he's not he's really downplaying. Other people are are saying are saying yeah. the, the same I mean, deal. He's been up there for the whole time, so it's not like it's a, it's not like it's fake or anything. He he's real he, shit. He, yeah, we have definitely seen him in in the top eights as well when it come came to events. So, uh, so we've got an event calendar yes. that has been born. So on the soulcaliberportal.com. <laughs> The reason, and you could see it, the reason why this happened, um, Album obviously took up the action after Rakuta complained that he, he's missing out on huge Soul Calibur 6 tournaments when clearly they're all over Twitter, they're all over the place. Like, you go on Smash.gg and you find it. Um, Shout out yeah. to Apple Boom as well. I've, uh, she, I've she, does a, she does a great job. Plenty of times. She's, she's awesome. Yeah. So, uh, with that being said, uh, one of the tournaments that did just pass was... Uh, they did a Queen of the Ring Invitational, uh, where they had a mm-hmm. top eight uh, set of females come by and play. I believe when I last recall the the first place. Well, I don't even care about that. That's not the important part. And realistically, I'm not trying to downplay it. They did well. It was a very good event. They raised six hundred fifty six hundred sixty dollars for the Matcharino, uh, Soul Calibur community in general, which that all got paid out. It got paid out. Um, Third place was 10%, so they got $66. Second place got 20%, uh, which was uh, $132. First place was $462. So in in total, like that's an amazing thing to see happen because then that gives incentive to the players to want to do it again, right? No, it's good. Yeah, absolutely. But right after they finished, um, which that was a good event to watch too. Like I'm not all for... Se- like segregated events but i think it's good when you want to showcase players especially uh female players which when there's not a lot of them so it's really cool but the uh deuce x callow which uh kind of was an interesting one they were capped at 64 65 players and they had a waiting list just in case anybody dropped down and they would bring in the mm-hmm. next person um obviously that was a really good event some of the some of the top players, some of the females actually from the Invitational jumped in and tried to throw their fair share in there. But the important part is that whole event had 3.4K for the Matcharino. So they paid wow. out top eight. That was really good for nice. an online that's, tournament. That's good money. Yeah, for yeah, an online tournament. That's more, that's more than you'll get on a side event half the time. I know, right? Some, some people, you know, Energy obviously won that and he was like, yo, I'm going to go buy mad food. Like mad burgers for for the deuce <laughs> squad. So like most you know, expensive sushi. 
Yeah, like it, it's nice to see that the players are getting their due and the community is supporting and even people on the outside that uh, may be interested in watching. I think this is going to be the new thing for online events. They need to kind of jump on board with Match Arena. I'm not like saying like it needs to happen, but I'm, I don't know mm. if this is where the money's going to come from, from people. <sighs> when it comes to fighting is, this, is, this has honestly been a topic that's been in talks every once in a while. It's like, not just fighting games, but really the direction it's going, crowdfunding, you know, the prize yeah. more often, which things like Matrina with whatever sponsor codes, because, you know, sponsorships are still going to be a thing. I don't think that's that's never not going to go away because, you know, the marketing value is there. But when it came when it comes to prizes like that and, and, and just being funded by the community at no actual cost to the community, I think that's the way it's going to go. Um, it's interesting though. It's it's it's. I mean, we see it happen in the NBC but it doesn't, too. Doesn't. <sighs> yes, yes, but I that's mean, but it's so, But it skews though. It skews per community, yeah. which is like the other side of that coin. It's like you'll see one game, maybe we'll get thousands of dollars in support, but then the other might get only a couple Do, hundred. Right? It's I, like I'm kind of curious because like the thing is, I, I obviously I watch a lot of NSG stuff, and I'm just thinking to myself, I'm like, man, you know, shooters they they kind of have it easy because I feel like these bigger companies invest into it. Right, they're like, oh, we'll put ten grand down because yeah, we got it. Yeah, but it's, that's what it's I'm different afraid. Because remember, fighting games when it comes to the pyramid of esports, we're at, at the, the bottom. bottom. <laughs> like, it's just it's just facts. Right. We're at the bottom, and guess what? Smash is slightly higher. So, sometimes, sometimes I feel yeah, like fighting games are at the well, bottom. Smash is at tier two. Then Smash is there for shooters. now. Yeah. Then yeah. your shooters, your speedrunners, your Counter Strikes, your Starcrafts. Which I think StarCraft is still at the bottom now, uh, but yeah, it's they're been, not getting better. It's been up yep. and down. You know, your Dota's is still up there. CS, CS North Americans at the bottom right now because yeah, they don't exist Valorant, anymore. Yeah, because Valorant is at the top for NA and it's at the bottom for yeah. EU and everything else. Because, or rather, more for EU because Japan's actually playing Valorant. But anyway, yeah. well, well that, that's not that's not <laughs> what we're here to talk about. <laughs> get back into it uh so yes the soul caliber uh what is it soul caliber portal.com go check it out for the events page there uh shout outs to apple boom for for setting all this up all it took was a tweet it's funny things you can yeah, see it right? at the bottom it's like oh i missed this it's like well here's you know here you go Let me like just the, okay so like, that, that's like oh, wait, the that's wait, like the to, yes like you know what that is that's the like thank you that's the political statement that's the political statement right you know where you're like we had some issues getting it out there. no realistically we're all like I even I posted. I was like, "Recruit, bro. I don't even play Soul Calibur. I can find this shit. Come on, man. Come yeah, on." Yeah, I don't know. Some sometimes it's, it's some people too still hard don't know how to use Twitter. For real, how? Real. Yes. Myself included. Um, it's all good. So with that, uh, actually, no, we have one more. No, do we? No, yeah, that's is actually it? gonna no, round us up here for the fighters' corner in terms of game Ooh. announcements. Real quick though, we did get a little bit of voice sample over of Dan, I think, on Street Fighters Twitter we did. page. I- but it was I, just I, did, like, I didn't Psych-yos, see it. Was yeah. great, you know. So that was just that that's was cool. I, I just wanted to. That, that's throw a, that's that's <laughs> Not to say, like I'm gonna go into a little bit about like when, when it comes to co- I was covering things. Uh, we'll talk <laughs> about that in in a little bit. But uh, yeah, so Dan got a voice line. Like there you go. <laughs> All right, so we're gonna jump into the rants of the FGC. This is just a couple little random pieces here and there I wanted to bring up. Uh, this actually was from last week. I meant to bring it up, but of course, you know, we had Coach check on, and he was you know giving us. Uh, our mindset reads and such uh, <laughs> that we have to in order to break through certain barriers. But if you haven't had a chance to go check out Akito Base, which is A-K-I-T-O uh, B-A-S-S, um, he's gone ahead and not only is he, uh, he's obviously a, a producer of some sort, um, but you know, I guess he's a fan of fighting games and 
He's been, this isn't his first video. He's got several other ones before, but this is the one that really blew up. He does uh, Boston Nova covers and, and, and such for different games, which is pretty sick. Uh, but he uh, hooked up his MIDI controller uh, and, and like keyboard mix. I, I, I literally looked up <laughs> the, so the name. I think it's the Akai Pro 3 or something. Um, but he s- hooked it up to some MVC2. Uh, this clearly was either done by some sort of controller or this is the P- a PC version, you know, ROM. And, you know, we've always made jokes about how, like, combos, right? A fundamental piece of fighting games. Some games do crazy combos. Some, you know, their best combos are maybe four or five hits. Looking at you at uh, Samurai Showdown, more or less, like, average. It's not, like, cr- crazy known for combos. But Marvel 2, on the other hand, is known for incredibly long and ridiculous combos. Uh, none too more infamous than the, you know, Iron Man Infinite. Uh, so he decided to hook up his MIDI controller to it, give it a couple sample beats, and the combo itself just creates an, a very hip-hop-ish and, like, sickening beat, and he's just, like, killing it. Like, I'm I'm actually tripping out over how it actually naturally sounds. Yeah. And this isn't the only case of it, either. He's done it with uh, Dragon Ball Fighters, uh, where he did the Vegeta fireball loops. Not as It's not as cool as this one, but it's still really awesome because we've always, like I said, when, when it came to teaching people combos, I always told them, like, there's a rhythm. There's a rhythm. This is quite literally the rhythm of an Iron Man Infinite in Marvel 2. And when I saw that, I was just like, I mean, I can't stop smiling now, but I was like smiling right, yeah, from you to you. Like, yo, that is Let's so like it is. Awesome. You want to learn how to do a fucking Infinite? This is how. Yeah, you want to... I'm waiting for now this sample beat, uh, that voice get mixed together into some sort of meme song because uh, someone's just going to do it. And if no one does it at this point, take this as the idea to go do it because I think it's really, really cool. But regardless, you should go follow Akito uh, Bass, A-K-I-T-O-B-A-S-S on Twitter. Uh, he's a freelance composer, a bass player, Japanese translator, and fighting game enthusiast right yeah. there. My man put it right down the spot with Not the joystick. Lie. I'm kind of mad he did it on Sentinel, though. <laughs> I think, here, I think you, you, you gotta you gotta you gotta give him the doubt he's like look dude if i'm gonna do it on any oh, character no, everything like, else is great like thank god he didn't use juggernaut that would have been weird but the, that would have been yeah, yeah that would have been a little strange i'd have called so him dope. Like, dog oh it's so good i love it no that's 100 like perfect um i was just thinking Sweet. like at the end he could have went into the training mode theme just doop 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 do, do. yeah just, <laughs> But I like it. It just goes so well with Marvel too, because Marvel two is so jazzy and it just it's hip hop, jazz. Mm -hmm. Like you know, it's the 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 actual scene around it. You know what it's really built off of. So it's like for this to be somewhere in there that you cannot that you cannot like ignore. It was pretty sick. Like I'm a big persona fan. I'm a big persona fan. But when I went to his page and checked out his YouTube, he has a lot of Undernight and Burf stuff. So that was really cool. So he's yeah yeah a lot of Undernight, a lot of Undernight. All right. Um. So this also just dropped on Christmas Day. If you didn't get any other presents, consider this one to be another one. Um, this is a game that, like, surprisingly, like, you know, it kind of throws me off that some people still don't know kind of, like, exists. Uh, because during the timeline where this dropped, um, initially, like, very, 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 very early on, like, pre-beta, uh, Dragon Ball Fighters kind of overtook, overshadowed it. Um, this was completely fan-made. Uh, this is, um, of course, uh, I think like the, the actual official title is hyper DBZ, but this is like a new version that has been announced called the Indigo build, um, complete 2D as traditional as it gets, you know, very classic, uh, 
you can kind of make it i guess you could say like you know the 16-bit area uh, era type of, of of game um but it's awesome like it is just chock full of fan service if you are a dragon ball fan you know what every easter egg is what every move is coming from the animations are unbelievable um the look everything about it just screams amazing and and a lot of passion too uh, but like I said, this kind of like got overtook very early on because then, you know, uh, fighters got announced and really that was like the mainstream game. This this was really just a little indie game on the side that was kind of scratching an itch we didn't know we had um, until fighters dropped. And we're like, holy crap, this game was already like on the way there. But it was already doing things well before fighters, too. <clears throat> you know, this is before, uh, you know, fighters came out. So there's like. There's mechanics here that were very interesting that maybe, you know, it would have been funny if Arxis would have adopted some of these. And for all we know, maybe they did. Like, you know, you have the you have the Gohan kicks and such, but not to say they got it from this specifically, but <laughs> uh they dropped the new version, like I said. The this is like the indigo build, uh, because it's in, including complete workarounds for all these characters. Like there's it's just an entire combo showcase. It's awesome to watch. Uh, but then of course added updates such as uh goku blue uh vegeta blue i don't think there's any other characters uh past that oh um i do no, i think maybe super vegeta i do appreciate the super boo over kid boo you know that, that's a big thing for me i like kid boo but super boo is kind of cool too so that was really nice to see that i, I don't know I really super boo over imagine <laughs> I like this little part here that the, the dr briefs like training stage is kind of like uh, an homage to uh uh what's it called like the barrels and street fighter to remember those yeah, like bonus that, yeah. stages and such that's that's really what that like was barrels, yeah. yeah super saiyan vegeta was the additional to this because before the only version of super vegeta was uh majin vegeta at the time but dude it's it's pretty hardcore like the animations yeah that's what like, i was gonna say are just incredible like and it's all 2d so if you're a fan of the 2d look more than you know this is right up your alley and they did not skip out on it in any way, shape, or form, <laughs> scary lady. Uh, you got your supers that are just like super cinematic. It's just, yeah. I don't. I, what more can I say? This all speaks for itself. Like it's pretty wild looking. Uh, the intros too are pretty sick. The intros are kind of insane. Uh, so yeah, Indigo wow. build. Uh, it's out now. This is version five point oh, and now we've are adding the like I said. They they kind of made the big announcement. They're showing the. Super Saiyan Blues are, are additional pieces to to the game. I don't know if it's a mechanic. I think it's a mechanic, but we'll we'll see. This is out and live now. Make sure to go support them. Make sure to go check out their Discord. You can check out uh looks like it's Balthazar, B-A-L-T-H-A-Z-A-R on YouTube. Check out the video. Go peep it out there. Go show some support for some fellow DBZ heads. And now, before we get wow. into, you know, kind of reflecting on 2020 and reflecting on uh, this year, this show, future and such, let's just take a quick look at probably one of the worst takes I've ever heard or seen. <laughs> I'm not going to put a lot of time into this because I, it is just not worth it, clearly. Mm -hmm. The person that posted this is well uninformed and, to put it in layman's terms, is an idiot. <laughs> Sorry, you know, don't. Don't yeah. add me or add me. I really don't give a shit. But uh, this has just kind of been making the circulations around. This was just dropped like two days ago, right after Christmas. Um, Mika, and I don't really care about putting your Twitter out there, to be honest. 
uh, stating, let me see, what was the first hit? Oh, yeah. All right, it has to be said, fighting games are uh, categorically bad. This is what started the entire thread. Oh and God. just continues to talk about how it's brain poison that punishes you for missing an arbitrary 50-button combo and has the single worst character movement of any game genre. Just keeps going. Talks about platform fighters, clearly taking jabs at Smash. No one is actually, quote-unquote, good at fighting games. They've just learned the order of buttons they should hit for whatever one character they've locked themselves into the game and hit it over and over as fast as possible to claim victory slash defeat. I, I'm losing brain cells reading this. But can I just say I'm curious what what game this person likes, right? You know, if the you, fun, the funny thing is that's what someone said at the bottom was like they are like a lot of people were responding uh, I like, like where I, did you get your ass kicked? I like F S FPSs. I think that's what they said. Can you scroll down a little bit I, more. I don't know. Right around a little bit lower. I swear I saw FFS. FFS. Uh, never mind. Yeah, I don't know. Either way, like, and if you I, play I, Smash, you're honestly just a pedophile, straight up. Like, they just wrote that. Yeah, wow. <laughs> they just wrote that. Wow. Like, my thing is this. Oh my God. My thing is this. I get it. We even made some threads with some hot takes, just on purpose and stuff like that. I'm all for if you don't like fighting games, but trying to wrap it around some illogical shit like this, like. <laughs> <laughs> like, like I'm reading the comments, but it's the like, biggest rage quit. It, this this is what it is. This is honestly just like the worst take ever. I mean, we like you said, we take hot takes all the time, and we could be wrong, absolutely. Yeah. But like this is like intentionally a dense, be misinformed, see like it's an, it's at the end rude. of the day, I'm gonna be honest, it's an opinion. So like you're not about it's to live rent free in my head for this. Like I don't want to put it out there like <laughs> you're an idiot. And like, <laughs> if you did this just to like stir the pot, like I guess whatever. Yeah. Like I don't, yeah. Pass. I just, it's just I cannot believe someone would just like take the time. Why? And just be like, this is why it's bad, and like be so wrong. Whoa, whoa, whoa. The quote tweets are amazing. The replies are great. Here's the what is hurts. Amazing. Here's what hurts. This person has gotten so much goddamn attention from these retweets and all this yep. other stuff. But I, we'll write something important. We'll see a tier list, or we'll see like an actual tournament. And we we got like damn near only a hundred people retweeting. Get this shit off my timeline, man. I want to see this. Like mm-hmm. this is just like I think this is just sad because like, look, if this is them making a joke, like you said, it's whatever. All right, but if it's real and this person means this stuff, which I kind of feel like you do if you wrote this much, I think I, so. I just personally feel you don't need to play fighting games. That's like you, you should. I'm gonna tell you right now, you, you should have opened your mouth. Like, it's like it's one of those things where don't say if you're not gonna say something nice, don't say something, don't say anything at all, right? Like, what what worth is this? Why, like, they even goes into Alien and how putting Alien in Mortal Kombat took away from its greatest pieces that made it cool. I'm like, did you play right, Alien yeah. in Mortal Kombat? Like, did you play the what? game and really look at what they did to make that character like? compete in that uh, game and the movelets and the, the the very specific kit that was designed for that character on I'm, top of like Predator and everyone else they've thrown in. I'm going to tell you this like, now, Dre. I the, just they're talking the about bipedal. Oh, I, look, look, I want you to look at the right and it says relevant people. If you scroll up, you see where it says sucks at fighting games. Yeah, you have yeah, no say in yeah, this anymore. Hey, clearly, <laughs> clearly. You've already lost that. Th- your bio. Don't, don't want to throw any more time on this person. I just thought this was fucking hilarious. If you want to laugh, 
Go check yeah. out the tweet. It's made its way on, you know, our fighters, our Kappa, like whatever game she or he has announced. Our Discord. Yeah, yeah it's definitely yeah, been posted there. Us. It's hilarious. I saw it on Discord. And I was like, oh, yeah, we're going to rip into this. Best believe. <laughs> but it's just like, uh, yeah, like agent posted up in you know on the twitter like you know if you're if you're if 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 you're this guy just quit the genre like yeah like this there's no point i'm not gonna just run into someone else's crib that i have no you know reason i'm not gonna run into the fps crib or the mmo crib or the <laughs> rts crib uh more specifically like RTS, so i play all those other games and be like you're all trash and this is why but Your you know where's like it's just like why like where was the point whatever you're just making yourself a target hope you enjoy your new year's getting uh, dm'd and and just getting shit on i for, will say this nobody should 2021 i will say this nobody should go after this person personally or any type of way like that yeah just, don't please don't go after this yeah, person yeah. but guess what you you just you posted take. it up on the internet like you're gonna deal with a bunch of people like the the, the amount of the retweeting is hilarious i think it's like 4k on the initial one but i can yeah. guarantee you like 90 percent of that is just be like yo look at this dumb bitch like i'm me, sorry quick, dude i'm this, sorry that is so yeah. ridiculous there's one that says i haven't even started reading this and i'm and already i'm and then there's a picture of a dude on the toilet like uh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> like yeah like, i didn't so i haven't gone through the whole thing because i'm just like i can't i just can't like after the first second first or second post, I was like, all right, I don't I don't need to spend any more time here, but I don't want to spend any more of your guys' time listening to us rant on this person, but I just wanted to throw that out there. I thought that was hilarious and rather random. Uh also shout outs, thank you, Agent, for the two hundredth uh celebration. Uh so we're gonna jump into the the meat and potatoes of this show uh for this week, which is gonna be our focus attack. We're gonna kinda take a look at a bit of a reflection on the show for a little bit and then also look at 2021 and kind of our expectations you know kind of put you know we're, we're this is kind of a twofold we're at the end of the year just the last show before 2021 starts and then this is our 200th episode so it's kind of a good way to bundle those up so let's just jump into the folks attack so 200 show you know it's when did we start this <laughs> not a good way to start but dude mkx will still ago? be like character I remember Kung Lao MKX trailer that dropped, and that was one of our earliest shows. Was that episode covering that? Yeah, because um, I remember this is when I was still running the the sessions uh, in New Jersey, yes. and we were like, "Let's just do it." <laughs> yeah. So, so this show, uh, so this uh, November twelfth, two thousand fourteen. We've been on this show for six years now. Wow. We've been doing this show for six years. Um, I love that the episode number one is 15 quesadilla bombs and counting. <laughs> that was literally the title. Of, uh, clearly, El Fuerte was a, a thing then, right? Because uh, episode yeah. two was Let Me Sharpen My Hat. That was the Kung Lao one. I remember writing that title and being like, yo, this is a dope-ass title. I will never be able to beat this. And and clearly, I have beaten it, and, and, and Static G has beaten it, and Mez has beaten it. Sometimes. Um, don't, take, don't take that out of context. That sounds weird. Um, so, <laughs> so, you know, this show started uh, because, you know, Ja, who, who owns Mash Those Buttons, is a good friend of ours, got introduced years, years and years ago, um, you know, was in the scene or, you know, was like playing and he got introduced more into the scene because, you know, the people that he met and that we knew got together and we went to like eight on the break. I remember talking to him out there out in eight on the break about like you know, computer parts and talking all kinds of shit. One of our friends got somebody to rage quit in Marvel, literally threw his sandals and ran across the street. I don't know if y'all were there for oh, that, but that, that was, and that was tournament. That was tournament. Um, yeah. A lot of weird things happen at the break. A lot of weird things happen. I feel like I've made people rage quit in that game there. Yeah. Yeah. What's going on? This is Ja. 
And I just wanted to hop in here real quick and give a bit more context to that story that Dre just kind of skimmed over because it's one of my favorite stories to tell when it comes to the FGC. But I need to set the scene a bit more so hopefully you can feel what happened. So if you've never been to Eight on the Break, right, that you have the venue and then across the street from the venue, uh, which is a kind of a major road in the area, across the street from the venue, there is a train station that's on a platform. And then below that, you have a parking lot and it's nighttime. So at least at this time, the lights were on on the track or on the platform. But in the parking lot, there wasn't that much light. It was pretty dark. And that's going to be important in a second. So the, the, the guy in question, he gets beat by our friend. And not only did he get knocked out of the tournament with his loss, our friend, he actually ended up using an infinite. And just trapped him, and there's nothing he could do about it, and he ended up losing. So that's that's the type of mad he was. He was mad that he got knocked out of a tournament. He got cheesed out of a tournament, essentially. That's 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 the type of anger that this man is feeling. Okay. So me and Dre are talking outside, and all of a sudden the door to the break just flies open. Right, this guy comes stomping outside, but he has flip flops on. Right? He has sandals on, flip-flops, whatever. I'm not sure if anybody has tried to stomp on a flip-flop before or seen somebody try to stomp on a flip-flop before, but it does not sound threatening at all. And as a matter of fact, the only thing you really hear is the sound of the flip-flop slapping the back of the person's heel. So that's what was happening to this guy. This guy stomps outside, stomps across the street, stomps into this parking lot but all you see is this just super mean mug salty face and the sound of flip-flops slapping the back of this guy's heels and so he walks into the parking lot which is dark and he just disappears into the darkness and all you hear is the back of his flip-flops slapping his flip-flops slapping the back of his heels so he's walking away and you just hear flop 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 and it just fades and fades and fades. You can't see the guy anymore. And we just are just like looking at the darkness until <laughs> the sound goes away. And we just look back at each other like, what the fuck? And we didn't find out until later and as to what actually happened. Because our friend came outside and explained that he just cheesed him out of the tournament. So that was the night that I first met Dre and Meza. And that's one of my favorite memories of the FGC. It's one of my favorite salty exits of all time. So I'm going uh, to go ahead and give you back to the show now. So, you know, at one point he was like, yo, you guys want to do a show? And it was just me and Meza um, yeah. at the time. Me, Meza, and Mikey. Shout out to Mikey. Shout out oh, yeah, to, yeah, yeah. to Key Lock. Like, for the OGs that know, Mikey was a, a good piece of it. Um, he's like that. He was that in-between. He wasn't casual, casual, but he wasn't hardcore. He was like yeah. right in between. So he knew his shit. But he wasn't like in he wasn't com- in the competitive scene like me and Meza, where at this point we're traveling, we're going out playing yeah, we were games, doing so much. traveling to yeah, traveling across, around the country to, to to compete and stuff. Um, I was I was you know starting streaming back in 2014. No, I was starting before that, but like you know I was helping my local scene stream. And that's how I got into production. To be honest, um, you know I came from an IT background. I jumped into production because I also came from schooling when it came to that but 
you know, Ja gave us the opportunity. We're like, hey, you guys want to do a show here? Because I was already, I think, I don't know at the time, I was already might have been writing for Master's mm-hmm. Buttons. I look, I, if yeah, you, you look were. back, you some of my earliest reviews I've ever done in, in gaming journalism, what little career I had in it, um, started in MTB as well. And it was fun because, you know, I just love gaming. I'm a gamer firsthand, a video gamer firsthand. Anything and everything about video games is very intriguing to me. The design, the the programming, the mythology behind it, the thought process, everything about it. I am I am a student of it. Um, so this was just another opportunity for me to do it. And then they were like, hey, you want to do a show? Like, Hell yeah, let's do a show. I wouldn't think, A, I underestimated how much work a show takes. Oh, Even though Job warned us, was like, yo. This is going to take work. You're like, ah, we got it. It's not a big deal. I'll say this. It's funny because like when we first got into it, we were like, yeah, this is going to be easy. We're just going to be ourselves and always just act like ourselves. Yeah. And then we got times we had no limitations. We had times we had to record times. We had to study. What can going do a three hour show? (laughs) What? Why not? Because he's got to like, you know, he's got to update it. And also, also remember when we first started, it was once a month. The show was once, once a, month. a month. Do you have any idea at the livelihood at you know twenty fourteen when the FGC is just popping? I think we had once two- a month try to cover thirty days worth <laughs> of news in like two hours. Yeah, I think we had Are two and a half hour mad? shows. We had two and a half hour shows. I remember that. That was crazy. I didn't like it. Dude. It doesn't even make sense to me because now I'm like, oh, we're doing hour shows. And I'm just like, man, there's not. We used to we used to always say there's not enough damn time to cover this much with this much amount of time we have like two and a half hours we were like we can't cover 30 days it's just impossible and then i remember us like slowly trying to find ways to just be like all right we can't cover this we gotta throw this out like it's just so much it's so hard it's difficult so 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 we do this for a couple years at one point mikey steps off you know like i said you know he, he had to take care of things and you know uh and he stepped off you know he came off the show and it was just me and meza me and meza we held it down for a good while. Um, yeah. And then came, you know, I'm, I know I'm kind of fast forwarding a lot, but uh, then yeah. it wasn't until Evo Japan, right? Yeah. The very first Evo Japan yeah. was when we well, you, brought you in recorded Static from across G. the world. Wait, wait. Literally across the world. <laughs> I'm in Japan and Gabe was with me at Evo Japan. We were there because uh, at the time I was doing video work. I was yeah. sent out there um, on a job. I was, uh, A, it was a vacation. Like I actually had time out there. But then I realized my dates landed at Evo Japan, and I was like, yo, I'm already going to be there. And yeah. I ended up doing some contracting work, and I covered Evo Japan. I was on stage, you know, recording matches. I was up there. It was actually a really, really crazy experience. But Gabe was, you know, came along. In true FGC fashion, like, yo, dog, you, you got a room? I got four days <laughs> off. I can go. <laughs> yeah, he's like, I, I got four days. I can make it. And I had four days there. And, 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 and then he, uh, you know, then then he jumped on, and uh, I, I, you didn't even record in Japan. It was like it was, oh, dude. It was before we were on Mondays. I think we were Wednesdays or Tuesdays or something. I arrived Tuesday morning, and then uh-huh. I drove to Meza's house. Almost got in an accident on the way to Meza's house, because I ran <laughs> out of jet lag at this I, point yeah, too. But I ran out of gas because my dad's <laughs> truck was like was like zero miles to empty. When it was, and you're like, the, I can get another ten. The there. meter was like in the middle of the tank, and then I get on the highway, <laughs> and it's like no, and I'm like, oh, and I missed the sh- shoulder, so cops had to. Put, anyway, doesn't matter. They had to push my car <laughs> off the road. Uh, my dad's old truck, rest in peace. Um, yo, I love that. But truck. Yeah, we get there, we're all delayed. My bad. I know the truck. Yeah. Um, <laughs> funny story, just real quick, reminiscing. We went to 
the fall classic and to civil yes. war in that red truck in 2013 2013 we took <laughs> mad trips Yo. and you know what's funny the first trip to civil war in virginia richmond virginia i had a broken axle on the truck the whole time yep he did we yes. didn't even know yeah we didn't you know until ridiculous. we got to the philadelphia airport and we're like yo it's only going straight when i go over 60 so let's keep it over 60 <laughs> or, or let's also keep it under keep it in traffic and then we can actually move because any time between yo, this only yo, anytime we were between 20 miles up. an hour yeah anytime we were between 20 miles an hour and 40 miles an hour it would swerve or swivel and i'm like only, All right, this is bad. you can only say that shit to your friends that you are yeah. comfortable like yo <laughs> you know you just look at things you're just looking at it and you just turn around to them like we might just die. <laughs> and it's like, eh. as long as we make it dog to the so, hotel, I'm tired. Exactly. Right. Like, like, so sorry. It's insane. Yeah, oh man. It's insane. It, I'm just like great. thinking so, about all the sounds. God. So oh, no, that's fine. Goodness. We yeah, get there. Hilarious. We do the, we do everything and we record it late or whatever it is. And we talk about evil Japan. And I was like, all right, cool. I'm, I'm sure. Uh, what, what else? What else? Dre? After that, what happened? Uh, like, so, so he leaves. And he goes back. I don't hear from him for a minute because I'm like, yo, I really want to get Gabe in here because I wanted Gabe's... Because I can't just... Like, it's just me telling tell Meza about, like, Evil Japan, which, like, it could work, but it'd be great to have someone else that... Because yeah. I was doing work. Mm-hmm. Like, you were there. Not I, only I was were you there playing yeah. casuals, competing, you were mm-hmm. put on camera for an interview because yeah, you so won funny. something. That's why you got the you got the cup of noodles hat and everything. Uh, like, I'll get it if you want. No. <laughs> <laughs> Gabe is famous Maybe in later, Japan but, now. Yeah, gay right. is hella famous in Japan. It's crazy. Yeah. Um, because like I don't know, he just has that face, and they just brought him in front so of the camera. Actually, and I, was, I, was and I have pictures of just behind the scenes, and Gay's just like, yeah, because <laughs> I was at a table in the back with a guy from who lived in Seattle, who only lived like a train ride away in Japan. Mm. So, uh, white tall dude. He you was were a just player. meeting. You were just meeting someone. Yeah, for a somebody else too, that I right? could speak, like, speak English with, and the dudes were like, the producers are like, hey, we gotta, we want to kind of interview you guys, and that was like the weekend before. Uh, the Eagles won the Super Bowl, and I was wearing this. I wasn't wearing this shirt. God, this is a Super a Bowl shirt. What a year! What a year! Yeah, you're. I, I was wearing Damn, it like um, the Northeast, the 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 what is it? The N- NFC shirt. So then mm. I was gonna take off my Marvel shirt and be like, yeah, you know, birds go birds. But then they were like, no, nah, just just like I had a Marvel shirt, yeah. so that's kind of why they picked me. So it's fine. Yeah. They, so I just want to say real quick, I think it's interesting because right. most people think that that Gabe was like just brought onto the show and he was like a part of the show. He actually was a guest first. So it's kind of crazy. Like we kept making him a guest and then eventually became like, yeah, someone who was like, filling that spot. That, that's, that's what started the world. Like, because we were, we were starting. Cause a, you know, you know, people like, this is the part where like a lot of work when it comes to a podcast, you know, people have lives. Like we have lives outside of this. Um, might not seem like it, but you know, we all got right. jobs. Um, we got families, we've got relationships. We, you get busy sometimes. And, Sometimes things don't line up and it became a real big thing where if me and Mesa just, if one of us just couldn't make it, like the show just wasn't happening. Yeah. Like it was inconsistent. That was one of the big things we had to fix was like, all right, we need a backup here. And it used to be with Mikey. Um, but then we were consistent for so long. And then, you know, it kind of made sense because all three of us have been pretty involved in, in our, in our quote unquote careers in fighting games are in our entire, you know, series. We've been in all these different, tournaments together we've stayed in hotel rooms together we've competed we've been in teams together to go yep. play like and it just made sense you know if this is a show about 
people talking fighting games why not do it with the friends the people that were you know with you like that so you know at one point we're like yo gabe do you want to just get on like do you want to do something and gabe like an idiot said yes so you know (laughs) tough tough luck charlie uh you got you got got you know what's messed Um, up gabe hid from the whole time that he was like kind of like not trying to do the forms but he was a writer and he went to yeah. school for it. English major. Yeah, so, he was all like, no, so, I don't know how to so do all this. The, all the little, de- all the little descriptions and stuff that you guys might not be aware of. You know, that's a form that we fill out. We write up. And Gabe's literally the only one here that's an English major. And he's like, oh, I don't want to do it because I don't think I can write. <laughs> Now I told him like dog like if John can give me a game review and expect me to write and English isn't even my first language I'm sure you can make this work dog and then now he's just like it's not a big deal just, it's just it's, don't look at the description from two weeks ago because I messed <laughs> that up <laughs> so the so the show the show to be honest looking back you know 200 episodes it's it's been incredible for me yeah um because it's given me the opportunity to one be be uh, be consistent in such a creative process of doing a podcast like you know it, it, this was this was just a show to have fun right like sure it's content for mtv which you know that means we're supporting a friend which i will always do you know support your homies in their creative ventures no matter who you are um but dude got to bring you know something that spent years doing competing and the relationships i've created from it and to be honest things like Fighting games are the reason I have a career in production. You know, I'm a broadcast director now. It's because I started from doing those community streams with friends and learning it those those years and years ago. So the show is kind of like uh, almost like a love letter to those years that I've spent. And if that could help bring someone in and, you know, A, if it means they could have a good time with friends to press buttons and talk shit, be salty or even have them potentially create a career in some way or help them introduce them to a path that lets them do that. I, I would be ecstatic about it. Um, so that's, that's a really what the show means to me, especially when it came to the people listening. Like, I don't know if you guys remember the tweets or, you know, the messages yeah. for one, all the feedback we've gotten over the years. I, you guys insane. honestly don't know how deep those hit, um, for us to a read them or even receive them. Um, and then B some of the stories we hear of people, putting our shows on when they go to locals mm-hmm. because it's an hour away or two hours away and they always put it on and they've sent us screenshots for it like i'm ready to tear up just thinking about it because i'm like wow that's incredible um that we were able at, at least to share that with people i think it was just been an amazing journey for me personally to to see that um and 200 episodes like <laughs> i don't know how many sorry. people you can say you I'm know sorry, this is at- crazy but it's like <laughs> 200, 200 episodes. Like, how often can someone say that they've like done something two hundred <laughs> times like that? That's you could just get to. I'm looking what at one seventeen and the the profile, the, the picture values. that we have for one seventeen for yeah, core values. Core values, yeah, the, <laughs> yeah. McRibs are yeah. available right now, by the way. Yeah, um, <laughs> they are live right now. You can go get it, them. But I think it's yeah. interesting because obviously my my feelings are the same to some extent, and for me, it's more like. <laughs> I didn't know how hard it was to do a podcast. I always talked about like, oh, I'll do a podcast, like throw it together with some friends. Who the hell is going to edit it? Whatever. We'll throw it up raw. And I'm like, eh, now I'm like looking back. I'm like, you know, we did a lot of hard, hard work studying everything. We were going out to everything. And then I felt like we found ways to maximize that and break everything up. But it was still a struggle. Like I love fighting games i i gave up dancing for this so for me this is always going to be a passion for mine for me for now and it's interesting just like 
I don't have to play the fighting games. Like I, I've watched you, Dre, just slowly go to the production side. You're like, uh, I'll play it here and there, but I still have some connection when we jump back on the show. And for me, that's like how I feel sometimes. I'm like, oh, I, I missed like two weeks of fighting games. All right, let me go study up. I got to make sure I'm on top of it for the podcast because I need to know about it. But it's also pushed me to want to go out to more places back in the day to make sure we're getting that content, make sure we know what's mm-hmm. going on. Because there's things that people won't see unless they're there. So that's the most amazing part yeah. about kind of coming to our show. Like I felt like watching other people's podcasts, not just fighting games, but just in general, I'm like, man, these are boring as hell to me because I'm like, I feel like there's like this crazy structure where they have to like rifle off everything, points of views. But I was like, it doesn't feel like we're just chilling. It doesn't feel like we're just talking about what actually happens. So that's why I kind of really fell in love with this podcast. And I fell in love with the idea that I could hear people say, I got back into fighting games as someone who dropped off of it. I got back in because they connected, right? Yeah. It's, it's just insane. To to be honest, things like world warrior, you know, that segment, which yes, it will eventually come back guys. As soon as we're allowed to travel, (laughs) um, you know, that I'm, I'm, I'm going to just keep it a hundred. I, if you look back, it was rare that I was on that section to talk about because I just couldn't go out yeah. and, and go to some of these events. But these two fools above and below me uh, were out there grinding still. They were still in the front lines playing, competing, um, hanging out. You know, they were still their repertoire. They still were able to make that time. And, you know, when we did World Wars, it was great for me to hear those things because I was like, yeah, I remember that or this venue. And yeah, these are exactly the experiences I reminisce and I wish I was able to do. But doing the shows, still kind of let me stay connected in some way shape or form which you know some some people don't have that and that's what i guess the product of the show ended up becoming was was some people's ability to escape to it uh or to hear that or or reminisce or even hear about the current without having without being able to make it they can still stay you know that connected to the community which i think is it's very very special um real quick i just want to say i could tell which ones are mine if you guys didn't know, it's who's writing what based off of what's being said. If it's like names like Meza and Static or Crash Tag Static, that's me. I'm I'm writing that. Because uh, I, I like thought names. that was me, I've dude. definitely written names. Really? I thought that was me. I, I always know. put who's there so we can be like, oh, okay. So all hosts are here or this oh, is man. here. I don't want to read if, any If there's like ones. a joke in the description yeah. or some mm. really wise ass shit written, ha- no, nine times out of ten, it was me. Yeah. If it's some dumb shit that's in there, like that's supposed to like be a joke on what I'm saying, like it or on what is being said, it's it's usually me. Just, Remember, that's how you some, can tell uh, in the description. Guys. But then some of these, like, like they were written at like midnight on yeah. NSG at at, at, at localhost, two, <laughs> two o'clock in the morning. I think there's or one like that. I think there's I one down there. The, Wait, okay? scroll down a bit. Are you okay? Was definitely down a bit. Are Jay? you okay? Was are you okay? Was definitely written at at uh, localhost. I'm positive. Because because uh, yeah. <laughs> I could still I still have pictures of the very first live that we episode did episode one forty two though oh, God. is it's two a.m. Go home. Go I home. I think <laughs> I think one of us said that, that to each other like yo it's two a.m. Just oh no just I think that was be done with too. it dog. Was I oh, like just be done with it? It's too late. <laughs> yeah, I remember. So it's it, yeah just looking at the the, the catalog it's kind of insane um, yeah. and. This, this, you know, as as we kind of close thoughts on here and kind of look towards twenty twenty one, 
you know, there's there's a lot of things that are still definitely in my sights when it comes to this show. And I know I've said it before, especially list, long-time listeners know, you know, I, content is another piece within the show that we want to focus on. Um, and we, to be honest, I haven't been able to follow, uh, follow through with it, but um, it's something I'm looking for 2021 to do, like where we want it to go, to be honest, you know, this is the best, I'm, I'm going to just keep it 100. This is the best underground fighting game podcast. We are not Ultra Chen. We are not No Frills. We are not the Event Hubs podcast. They're, they're, those are mainstream because people know them because they are marketed. You know, we've built ours out of just being the underground. Like there is outside of obligations to mash. This is a show that is just built for the fighting game community with no strings attached. We don't have sponsors to plug in. We don't make revenue from this, um, which I wish we did because all that revenue is going to go right to job because he's the one that's hosting the site. He's put yep. the money up for this and all the shows you see on MTV, right? You know, the goal for me, if I were to have any for the show is to eventually maybe finally get that bleeding to stop on his end. So that way it could, even if we just break even and we don't have to, yeah, show. we don't have to do it. This is not what this was built for. And I don't think it'll ever be meant to be something that's monetized like that. But if it was, I wanted to just go to Josh so he can pay those server bills and be good because you know if it's our passion project it shouldn't come out of someone else's pocket like that um and it's interesting if you guys so, haven't been to the website lately he actually just had to tell himself after yeah. he updated it he was like just yeah, stop working just on other things for now. the site so yeah like like this this dude this like really right kills now. himself over a lot and if you think if you want to talk about passion like this guy's is through the roof um i, I actually do honestly look up to like his work ethic on this Same. shit like he's just like he won't like, let us go either. Like, go. He won't like, let us go. He will. He, <laughs> if you guys would only understand the shit we put this guy through, our producer, you know, the guy that makes these shows happen for you guys, you'd be like, you guys are some assholes. I'm like, I know we are, but that's it's it was growing pains, and yeah. trust we're learning from it. Um, but like I said, in terms of the show, you know, content is a big thing. I I have sections for the show that I want to build and put together. Um, I just have to sit down and really finish building them out and how to implement them because on the other side of it i i do the majority of like the tech side of this when it comes to the streams when it comes to outlining how the show was i did a lot of it but i get a lot of feedback from the co-host because it's you know i want their creative thoughts on it and their eyes on it too but you know i want the show to kind of expand and have more things that could benefit you the listener like you know i'll throw some out there you know two minute matchup i want to do this is supposed to be a segment where you know we take two minutes where we're taking people from the scene that are competing or something can give you tips about it whether it's a character a matchup uh, a specific technique something to kind of help you learn something every episode you come in here so you can be like oh shit i never knew that or maybe you're playing the most current game and we have someone you know we can just go and reach out and get someone really good one of the top Top eight players, competitors out there, be like, yo, we want you to do a two, two minute match. Just like record for two minutes. Tell us about this matchup and slap it together and have it a segment here. You know, games to play. You hear it all that. This one just came to me the other day. Why should you play this game? Why should you play Soul Calibur 6? Because if you like this, this, and that, this game is for you. If you like Marvel or if you like games that are like this, well, guess what? Marvel's up your alley. This is why you should play it. Or, you know, the indie games. Why should you play them's fighting herds? Why you should play Skull Girls? Why you should play MKX, you know, or MK in general, like Mortal Kombat. It doesn't even have to be the most current game. It could be previous games. Content pieces like that are things we want to implement on the show because I feel like it's something beneficial for you to listen to have because, um, you know, we tend to get a lot of the updates. We tend to sit around a lot of the news, which 
you know, let me finish this off with this is like, yes, we, we don't sometimes cover certain games because the news that we want to bring up, I feel is like a kind of important. And because like, I'm not just gonna, look, I'm not just gonna post up a news piece just for time. Cause if I'm going to have you sit down and listen to us anywhere between an hour, hour 15, hour 30 at most. I want to make sure the stuff that we're going to talk about is something that hits you. And we might not hit every community every time. I want to be very clear. We try to hit every community we can. It's just that when there's a lull in it and there's like not much going on, there's not much we can do. And it isn't just us. If you want to, you know, you want to see the proof in the pudding, like look at your event hubs, look at your other, uh, look at your uh, top tier.gg or whatever. Look at their articles. They're very you fluff. see that kind I'm of same sorry. pattern because if the industry mm-hmm. does not give us anything to look at, to news, like we can't report on it. Yeah. And I'm not going to grab Joe, like we have a random section, yes, to grab Joe Schmo's Paboni talk about frame data in here or this game. Um, and that's fine because there's a section for that. But when it comes to like getting each and every game, we kind of are tied to the industry. So when we don't get fed that, it's kind of hard for us to build something on it. And I'm not going to give you fake news or I'm not going to waste your time. Like, you know, not to point you out, Gabe, but it's like, I'm not going to be like, in other news, we just got a voice line from Dan for Street Fighter Five. That's your Street Fighter Five news. This is voice. We got a voice line from Dan. That's it. That, like, that wasn't, right. that didn't really benefit anybody right there. It's like, so what? We got a voice line. Not a big whoop. I'm it not. Kind of, yeah, kind of is it a mechanic? Of, no, because that's right. not the shit people want to hear. It kind of reminds me of how uh, Shoryuken used to just write any piece of like yep. pop culture Street Fighter reference. And I'm just like, yo, yeah. we don't care if that's, it's American that's, Dad. It's literally called fluff yeah. pieces. Yeah. Like, Kotaku. we don't do fluff pieces because we're not a fluff podcast. That's <laughs> not what we're here for. This is not the fluff <laughs> podcast. This is Double Tap. We are for the community, by the community, and that's all we want to talk about is the shit that the community wants to hear. Every once in a while, we'll sprinkle in things, but I'm not going to force it, and I would never want to force it for anyone else to listen to it. So it's like, like I, I would just instantly take off my headphones. I'm like, why are you guys reporting on shit like this? Like, like there's no point. Here, here's the thing, and I think people don't also understand this is there's two things. One, when we do do those like randoms in FGC, we're usually finding information that's just like outlandish usually, or why is that happening? Yeah, there's 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 like, there's like the, a spectrum of things. <laughs> you remember this is still one of my favorite episodes. I, I don't remember the number, but it was in the very beginning. It was like maybe around the 40s or 50s where we talked about the person who was, I believe, it was in like China or Japan, and they were playing KOF, and the I think it was the wife who pulled out a, a butcher knife to get him to come back, or some dude got stabbed by like got cut by a butcher knife. Yeah, that yeah, was like KOF, one of my. Yeah, it was so interesting because we're like over a fucking fighting game, bro. <laughs> like you pulling that, out that that, that was on the higher end of yeah. holy shit, like unbelievable, like that. But if it was like you know, um, like I said, the voice line or oh, so and so is creating cool art pieces. I'm like, like we don't really talk cool. about that. Like that's not really news. It, it's like, different when it's we talk not really about like, something. Like, 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 mods. like even, mods the, are good even the Iron Man Infinite on the MIDI controller, right? Like, that's kind of, that's hella random, right? But the reason it was random and it was interesting is because, like, if you listen to the beat and it also coincides with the whole idea of combos and rhythms and that's something you can pull out, like, wow, look at that. There's an actual literal rhythm to something that people would know about. That's kind of on that higher spectrum. Is it, is it outlandish? No, but it is not exactly whack, right? It's something very unique, very different. Um, so the, we tend to gauge things like that. Otherwise, you know, I'd, we'd be making fluff pieces a lot. And A, we, we put shit on the show here that we're kind of like, we find that's interesting. And if it's not interesting, it's, it's not on the show. Uh, I will say. And I know that's kind of like, well, your taste is not for everyone. I'm like, it, it isn't. And I'm not saying it is. But we try to kind of reach that middle ground for everyone 
like I will, I will state for the record, you guys see me pull out a lot of different, you know, anime esque or random fighting games. It's because I like those, but I feel like people don't know about them, and they should get some limelight. While all these other games always get it, so that's why I do that. But the biggest thing I want people to also understand is when we do this podcast, we can't get everything in one week. We can't. It's yeah. impossible. It's also, we learned that the it was, hard it's way. It's been hard two hours and a half. Weeks, so. yeah. yeah. So yeah. like. That's we got to speed run through that shit, yeah. but it's like, that's not fun. So like that Soul Calibur stuff was like two weeks ago. I brought it back on because I was actually told by somebody that, hey, you missed some Soul Calibur shit. I was like, look, mm-hmm. we had somebody on podcast for X amount of time. We only have yeah. that X amount of time. So like if you even yeah. see our previous podcast, like we would usually have them on for the whole show or for a segment. That's depending if they want to be on or if we, ha- or if we have too much to cover. So... It, there's just things we have to sacrifice sometimes. It's not like we're trying to take away from any community. We're going to bring something back. Like Dre just brought something that was supposed to be last week back. So those are like the little things that we have to make executive decisions on right then and there during actually sometimes the show more than just mm-hmm. like outside of it. So it's a difficult, it's difficult. It's almost like a second job that, yeah, you can lose if you're not doing it, but you, you know, at the same time, you want people to enjoy what you're saying. And also off of that, like for once, I mean, there's always a lull between us because neither of us are Tekken players. So to have an actual Tekken episode felt kind of really good, you know, like to be able to talk about, honestly, one of the best fighting games that I don't play uh, was actually pretty good for for me to, you know, sort of get back into that, into that phase, even though I haven't played it in about a month or so. But again, it's it's one of those games that I really enjoy uh, watching. So like, when those episodes do come, you'll know. When there's news that's big, you'll definitely know we're going to cover it. Absolutely, because uh, you know we we also pride ourselves in the news we cover. That's that's the other side of it. When we put something up, it's because it's something I would a nine times out of ten would love to hear about, or it's been ta- you know talked about. It's a hot topic, so we want to talk about it. B, it's what people want to hear, and C, we'll create a conversation that even if it wasn't on the show, and we were at an event. And I was just talking to, like, you know, we were just homies, like, oh, hanging, you know, hanging out at the event. I'm like, yo, did you see that fucking Iron Man, like, MIDI controller joint? No? Yo, let me bring up the video. Mm-hmm. It's a conversation we would we would have in person or talk about in person because it's interesting or it's it's prevalent to, you know, maybe the friends and the people we'd be out hanging out with at, at events, right? So we, we, I treat you the same. We treat you the same. And we kind of look at it the same exact way because that's, that's the only way you can get that. You're giving us your time. We want to make sure it's at least worth it, whether it's you're entertained, whether you're you're informed, you know that's those are the big check marks for us. I know I'm cutting it close on time, but I, I just want to say for the for the record, some, something that's important to me is if you guys haven't noticed over the course of time as we've done this show, things have drastically changed. Like every few, I mean, probably like 40, 50 episodes. That's because we're always talking to Jaw, and Jaw's always like, "Well, what do you want to be with your show? Do you want to be TMZ style? Do you want to be this?" And we have to decide that based off of what we've been saying this whole time, which you hear us always say, and needs to feel like you're sitting around, you know, on the couch with your homies or at an event drinking, you know, talking about what's new, what's happening in the community. And that's what defined at least what we wanted to do. But I see a lot of other podcasts just, and look, I'm going to be honest, you all fucking ramble. All right. Concise. That's how we get it. That's how we kind of get it done. 
with three people. <laughs> no, no, Gabe, you're fine. I'm just saying, like, you know, the other yeah. podcasts, like, there's nothing wrong with them. If they want to talk long, that's fine. But that's not what that's not our stitch. That's not what we want to do. We want to get everything across to you guys so that at the end of the day, we can actually have this conversation outside of it too, in the Discord or anything else. Yeah. You know? Straight up. But I mean, with that, that's actually gonna tie us in close to the end. I know we wanted to say talk about 2021 coming up, but I think you know what, it would be a bad idea to actually talk about it while we're in 2021. So uh, we're actually going to close out the show with that. I want to say a quick heads up to everyone um, that has listened. Uh, thank you very much for hanging out with us for the last episode of 2020. Thanks to all those that have stuck around years on end now. Years on end, it's kind of incredible for me to say that. It's actually very, it's taken me back a pretty hard to, to say those words and that we do have listeners that are like that. Um, that you know, listen to us on a weekly basis. Uh, like, retweet, send us our feedback, tag us on things. Whoever posts on our Discord, you know, cool articles that, of course, we we will cover. Or we'll have great conversations with. Um, want to just say thank you all. You know, that's for the first two hundred, and then to another two hundred after this. Mm-hmm. And of course, I do want to thank um my host here. Uh, the show honestly could not be what it is without the two of you uh mezzo we pride or die since the beginning <laughs> yeah. man and then and then static g has just been able to just pick up right where you know we gave him where to start off and has just been doing a phenomenal job since and you know to another 200 with you guys until we're hella old and now o-niners are the super ogs mm-hmm. of doing my, this. my goal is to at least get my Sako on the show once you don't even we gotta will. speak English. You know what? If there is one <laughs> guest that you guys, listeners out there, would love for us to get, I will make it happen in 2021. That's the plan. I will make it happen in 2021. You Just know. give me a name, and I will make it. Someone in the FGC. All right, don't give me like a a celebrity or something like right, that. It just yeah. doesn't work. But someone yeah. FGC related, I will make it happen. Like, I can get this show. Grow your hair out, and then we'll say we got Slash on the show. I can't. Damn. Unfortunately, I can't. He's like, I shaved I have it. Obligations. I have obligations with the government, <laughs> yeah. so they can't let me let me grow my Guilty hair. Gear slash. But with man. that, no. <laughs> so but with that, guys, I want to say once again, thank you for hanging out. This has been the final episode of 2020. Uh, we appreciate you guys hanging out with us. Of course, you guys can check out the show on Twitter at Double Tap FGC. You can follow me at Crash Tech VS. You can follow Meza at Meza FGC on Twitch, on Twitter, Insta, all over the place. Static Gorilla. Check him at Static Gorilla on Twitch and on Twitter. You can see him streaming random games, or you can also see him at, as a regular at Tampa Never Sleeps. If you want to see some of, more of his UMVC action, you can go check it out there. Right. Make sure to follow, mash those buttons at the MTB Network on Twitter. And of course, we have our Discord, which is discord.me forward slash mash those buttons. There's a double tap section right there where we post articles, we talk, community questions, of course, when we get those involved. That's the spot that you want to be at. Um, I'm seeing a lot more people coming in. I, we get notifications, people join, get that little FGC flare going on, uh, that role. So I appreciate everyone that does come in. But yo, come on through. If you if you really want to get into fighting games or you're already into fighting games, just want to have a spot to talk, chill, talk some shit, get some games on because people definitely run some sets out there. We would love to run some sets with you guys looking to get a community night going as well. You know, go join us there. You guys can, of course, help the podcast by supporting it, by tweeting it when it goes live, tagging who you think might like it, might enjoy the show. If we're talking shit about somebody, let them know. Come on board, tag them so we can talk shit to their face, or at least I will. That's how it goes. <laughs> uh, of course, you guys can give us any feedback, whether it's on iTunes. Remember, we're also on Spotify. By the way, our Spotify wrapped up was disgusting. 
34 countries, hella love from the UK, Canada and such too. Yeah, like all the listeners are just like, shout out to, we're international like that. I, I guess that's kind of insane. So all love to everyone, all our international listeners as well. Um, all our UK heads. I would love to go out to UK and experience some of the scenes out there. I hear it's some of the greatest. I mean, considering everything's happening or was supposed to happen in France or some shit for the past like year or so, and it keeps getting moved over. <laughs> now we're in DR. Who would have guessed that? Hey. But uh, yeah, shout out to all you guys once again. But yeah, guys, like I said, rating and reviewing the show also helps a lot. We'd like to hear how we're doing so we can, you know, keep doing things right and what we're doing wrong. What would you like us to do? You know, give us a rating. Let us know. We, you can't, can't expect us to change without yelling at us first. All right. That's, that's how Mom Dukes did it. Kind of helps out. So, all right, guys. So, thanks a lot for hanging out once again. We will see you guys in 2021 for our 201st episode. Be safe. Enjoy the rest of your holidays. Remember, if they are plus on block, don't press a button. Just don't do it. Never. Impressive. Stay tuned after. Never. EX head <laughs> Stay tuned okay, after. Well, the <laughs> unless you unless you got ex head butt. There you go. Or, or or exdp. That's about it. Stay tuned after the show, guys, to hear about our other shows here on the MTV Network. But until then, we'll see you guys next year. Later. Thanks for listening to a Mash Those Buttons production. If you enjoyed the show, you should check out MashThoseButtons.com and see if any of our other shows might interest you. All of our shows are available on your podcast platform of choice like Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and more. If you enjoy our content, you can help support Mash Those Buttons by becoming a patron at Patreon.com slash MashThoseButtons, where you can receive Patreon bonuses for as little as $1 a month. You can connect with Mash Those Buttons at twitter.com slash the Mash Network, facebook.com slash Mash Those Buttons, or join our Discord at mash.gg slash Discord. 